Hey guys, ready to start the show? Yeah. Yeah. Can I come in yet? No. 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 I'm your head examiner in Truesdale Postmortem, Ray Walsh. This episode I also played Gail, and I'm joined by resident weird fish people, Alex and Eli. Say hi. Hello. Hello. Who play the magnificent Truesdale and Scott, the main characters, in case you didn't know. Uh, We're also joined by regular polymath and show director, Janet. Say hello, Janet. Hi. And uh, I... I know you definitely know the difference between a dent and a ding. so Because mm-hmm. she also played the captain in this episode. So, guys, we made a show. Yay. Any thoughts? Yeah, just say yay. We Woo! did it. We did We did an episode. We did two an episode. episode. We, done, we did two now. Well, yeah. that's a spoiler. Spoilers. Spoilers. We made, we made yeah. it through episode two. At the two. recording of this after Oops. show, we've also finished episode two. And, and it's Christmas. However, we it's are just... It's our Christmas special. It is our Christmas special. <laughs> Bell noises. Jink, 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 jink. I'll make the jingle like yeah. Christmassy for this one, even though it's the first one, and so it'll be really it's confusing. That's it's going to be very like confusing. And it'll be released in March. So. <laughs> yeah, they're going to hear the first one and be like, nothing, nothing about this makes any sense. <laughs> I feel like that really captures the show, though. Oh, yeah. Just uh, our, so, our, Christmas our, our, our Christmas episode will come out uh, July 1st. And <laughs> our Christmas episode will come out in the far dystopian future when no one has any, com- <laughs> any understanding of what Christmas is anymore. We uh, could be in a dystopia by March. Yeah, oh, Jesus I mean, I, I think we should all agree to not mention the T word or a certain country. Truesdale. <laughs> we yeah, can't, talk about, the show. can't <laughs> talk about the show. Fuck truth. This is yeah. this is an American <laughs> politics show now. Yeah, this is a <laughs> broadcast no. show. Oh, I'm gonna said, I'm gonna censor you. I know I broke you. my own rule immediately. What's the I'm penalty? Gonna, yeah, it's five p in no. the <laughs> jar. This is not a space to talk about that man. What real shit? No, this you is this is imaginary. Fake shit. As, yeah. <laughs> Let's just assume uh, we're calling him Lord Dictator. Mm-hmm. And At so this we'll point. refer Big to Daddy. him our benevolent leader. Yeah, we'll refer to him as our benevolent leader okay, whenever perfect. we talk about him in this, in the context of this show. That's Teresa. Teresa. <laughs> so, how about an actual question relating to the episode? Yeah, let's do I that. should probably start that right Teresa, now. Um, so let's start light. Let's get some favourite moments from the episode from you guys. How about we start with you, Alex? Oh man, uh, 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 to be honest, it was it was going outside and using a stick as a porpoise. Janet, like, oh, we need to encapsulate the sea air and just taking us down to the harbour and being like, here's your porpoise. It's a log. Yeah, and the dog came along. Yeah, and then, the dog and looked then... for porpoise. <laughs> to be honest, stole our porpoise. you guys came back to our place and you said we went to go capture the sea air, and I was like. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, 
but a dog stole our porpoise. It was very yeah. sad, but he was a cute dog, it's so they mind. I actually boy. pushed I the porpoise him. out the way, and then it was still there. Oh, yeah. I thought he walked off with it. No. He walked off with it and they, like, dropped it, decided yeah. the porpoise wasn't good enough we for We must him. be able to draw some <laughs> sort of allegory from <laughs> the dog stealing the porpoise. I think we'll get... That will be it's, the conclusion we reach by the end of the show. I think it's the, the, the public lapping up our show. <gasps> And oh, we've had our first wordplay. Uh, this is going is to go pun? downhill from... Well, that's a running theme. <laughs> something Scott would say. Is that your favourite bit from the episode? <laughs> no, no, no it's, uh, yes. <laughs> pun or wordplay. Oh. Yeah. I've forgotten the difference. but I think a pun requires you to use a word in a different context to how you expect... And wordplay is misunderstanding how you use a word in a sentence. There's a whole but, paragraph about it in the yeah, episode, that, that, so that, if you listen, yeah. you'll understand yeah. wordplay. Yeah, yeah, guys, you'll know better than you we do. Probably should have listened in the to show. the episode. Yeah, this is the after show. Yeah, yeah. Scott knows what he's talking about, just doesn't he? Yeah, just, yeah. just, just to clarify, <laughs> I have no idea. I've forgotten it, but you know. Just to clarify, bit of a spoiler warning for the first episode, guys. Well, I imagine that Puns if it's an after show, I would really, <laughs> Big hope, you know, what, I'm going to I'm going to fucking ruin season two. Trust me right now. Here we go. <laughs> it was Truesdale all along. Dun, dun, dun. I can confirm it was Truesdale all along. <laughs> Whatever we're talking about, who can say, but it was probably Truesdale to be fair. Yeah. Mm. Um, favorite moment from you guys, though, Eli? I'm going to bring the porpoise. <laughs> yeah, of course. I can't think of any others. I feel and like that is like uh, my go-to. Yeah, I feel like that's um, that's got Scott's defining character moment is I'll bring the porpoise. Bring the it's a simple moment, a simple sentence, but I mean, I mean, I'm half joking, but I'm serious. Like, yeah. It's kind of yeah. Scott's really, defining moment in the first really episode. Is. <laughs> I'm going to bring the porpoise. Janet, um, word that wordplay word requires a beat, Doc. Oh, we're just getting a yes. message. Uh, yeah, to... we've got a, we've got a message from from the ether. The, the uh, the people in the back office. Yeah, the, pe- the people upstairs. <laughs> the research team. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting something in my ear. Uh, oh, it was it was just a bad reference. It's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm well, getting I'm something too. We've definitely been rambling for five. <laughs> yeah, years. yeah, Janet. Um, favorite moment, like the strongest memory I have of recording is when you guys um were in doing episode one, and it's the conversation after Tuesday's been on the phone to Mary, and you're just both out on the deck kind of having a bit of a heart-to-heart as much as your characters can being yeah. kind of <laughs> awkward and sad. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that was just a really nice moment. And I think particularly, like, outside of the episode, it was it just felt really good to listen to. Like, we were recording it in a living, living room, um, and it felt like I was kind of hearing what it would sound like for people to hear the episode for one of the first times. So I really liked that bit. I wonder, how do you guys spend... Any amount of time together, really, before starting the show? Who are you? <laughs> That's yeah, a no, good no, question. Lit- literally, Who like, are you? <laughs> no, uh, we. What did we meet for the, like, for your callback? Yeah. I think that was the first time. You guys have been to the same feckle like, sessions feckles, before, like, probably. Drama yeah. society, to clarify, like... <laughs> uh, we are all members of a drama society here at the university called Feckles. Uh, yeah. which stands for... Don't. It doesn't stand for anything anymore. 
It's not in our constitution anymore. It's just a weird word. It's true. It's just just the nonsense (laughs) sound we all make now. Because it doesn't count as an accurate. It's just two syllables that aren't anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I like to think it's like a a sort of alien war cry. (laughs) (laughs) Fackles! That's all. (laughs) We are the knights. It really does sound like it it really does sound like something like that would be in a 70s sci-fi novel right the feckles the feckles or it does it sort of sounds like a child trying not to swear after they've stubbed their toe ah <laughs> oh, feckles Invasion of the feckles. <laughs> yes so you guys had spent like very little time with each other yeah, before doing no, the show then not at all yeah so probably quite a bit of your relationship is defined <laughs> by the fake relationship you have <sighs> Yeah, too real, yeah, no, true. yeah, but to be fair, our characters are very close, to, well, at least for me, a little close to home, and so mm. my relationship with people is Truesdale's relationship with people. Yeah, Scott is me, we're just with a slightly higher voice. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of on that topic, um, so... I don't know if anyone would have noticed yet, but kind of a big theme in the show is LGBT and mental health issues. I hadn't noticed. Is that? Really? Is what? I, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you guys have some some amount of connection to the specific themes your characters explore. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Should we start with you again, Alex? Yeah, sure. So, um, so actually, Tr- Truesdale, the, the sort of one defining characteristic that is different from me is... Uh, Truesdale is, and I don't want to get this wrong, but pansexual and aromantic, and I am asexual and panromantic, so it's kind of like, but I, I still like identify a lot with uh, the things that he goes through and, mm. and that sort of crises. Um, yeah, I don't know whether you guys noticed, but uh, Scott is trans, um, so that's a thing, and mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, oh, oh, my boy. Um, and so that's it's kind of nice because we're both me and Scott are like both I suppose pretty I guess and like early into physical transition but like it's nice it's mm. just nice to p- be able to like actually play a character who is actually me yeah <laughs> rather than being like forced to do um, women for ages but no it's fun I mean it's my darling like speaking from just having gotten to know you you and Scott are really similar like your energy is really in a similar. good way. In a good, in a good way. way, obviously in a good we way. We're both dirty memers. <laughs> you are kind of dirty memers, but um, do you uh, relate to Scott's trans experience at all? Or? I try to because I feel like he has a very positive spin on it, um, <laughs> and I'm a bit of a mess. Um, but no, yeah, I I try to, and I, I think he's yeah he's he's positive about it, and he's very secure about it which i think is quite which i respect about him a lot Mm. good on good on my boy any thoughts janet anything to add on the representation front or the Um, the issues nothing i can think of i mean it's been really good to be part of the show and kind of i've been learning a lot through it it's not that i'm particularly up on any of these things or have any like confidence in my Mm. own self-identification so it's been good to kind of explore those things in myself and kind of in the world through looking at the scripts and the characters yeah i don't know about you guys but for me it was just the openness in the entire show like everyone's just very loud and proud i mean 
I'm kind of like you in that I want to relate because Gail's like, I have a girlfriend, and I'm like, how oh, wouldn't that be nice? But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, just being able to be like very loudly like, I'll ask my girlfriend. It's just, it's just pleasant, isn't it? It's relaxing. It, it, it really is. It's a, it's a pleasant change from from fucking mainstream media being. Yeah. Being like, oh, hello, like, like, oh man, there is a token gay. Yeah, here's, here's our we're one gay person. We're going to tell you all that they are a token gay. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about their ex named Harry. What? It's Harriet. What a surprise! Oh God, never again. <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> yeah, we haven't lived with this our entire lives. Thanks, the media. Is that what we're calling them now? The media. <laughs> they're a they're a whole they're a whole separate character in this after show called the media. <laughs> yeah, they we don't. We will direct they, all intention at. They don't deserve a mic. <laughs> I've not in, mic checked the media. They the sit corner, in the corner. Yeah, doing nothing. Mm. Do you guys find it kind of therapeutic though to just say these things out loud in a fictional context? I mean, I, I have always found acting and drama therapeutic i think there's a lot to be said for inhabiting a character and being able to sort of escape escape reality uh, through through drama and fiction that way and i think a lot of people identify with that whether you whether you have acted or not in the past i think whether you're reading a book or watching a film like Mm. that escapism hopefully listening to our podcast offers you that escapism in the same way um yeah because i think even when it's anxious and like high octane it's a good kind of anxiety where you're sort of like feeling things very intensely and then you get to go home after the drama and be like oh what a relief that was yeah oh i'm glad that's done (laughs) it's a long day at the office cathartic you know yeah what alex said um (laughs) (laughs) yeah also the fact that it's um none of the representation stuff is forced because our darling kitto knows how to write um, and it's just I should hope so yeah <laughs> um, and it's just yeah it's not it's not forced and I feel like it's like actual conversations that I have had with people mm. it's like I don't run into a room and go hello I'm a trans man I sometimes <laughs> do but in a very <laughs> funny context um, it's kind of I have as well not the trans man but the running into the room hello, and identifying hello I'm gay I'm gay <laughs> yeah um, but so it's not it's nice to just have very chill writing about it that's very like realistic mm. in I suppose actual like relations between people yeah yeah yes Janet did you find directing therapeutic Janet I do I, it's kind of what I was saying before that I don't get to go as deep into the character and do the kind of cathartic thing but I do mm. have to like think about how they relate to each other which I think is kind of part of it the way that people exist and are together and it's nice yeah. the way that they exist and are together in the show looking at that Mm. I mean uh, as well I think just just knowing that we have the power even though we're young and as students to produce something and to produce something that says what we want there's like oh that sense of power feels so good we have the power we have the power yeah like the BBC they must just be rolling in it just like ah the power we can make anyone watch our bullshit yes I mean yeah that's a pretty good impression (laughs) of the people who run the BBC I think yeah I want to distance myself from that for when I want to work for the BBC but I was about to say that I was like let's not do the slander I'm applying 
soon. So. Um, the BBC is like legally not allowed to judge us for saying this stuff, guys, <laughs> because they're public broadcasters. Yeah, we can say what we want because they're publicly. I pay for them because yeah. I pay my we licensing fee. Right. Yeah, we all own the BBC. I mean, of course, if we all start working for them, we will pay for this. But and also legally, <laughs> they can't do anything to us yet. Look, I have so many scripts that now will go down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> I can just say goodbye to my career. The BBC produces good content. Weak. <laughs> I like David Attenborough. All right, he's all right. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I mean, let's move on to a different topic. Yeah. God help us, please. <laughs> um, You're just going to say God. Like that's let's God. Topic. God. God. <laughs> um, that's going to be our moment. Yeah. Uh, let's discuss God in now. Please no. Let's talk about Sherlock. Not the, the BBC show. So let's talk about Sherlock guys. Holmes. Because we already agreed right. that we wouldn't continue to insult the BBC. But <laughs> Can I insult Benedict Otterbatch? Who? I mean... Bum fluff yes. Cumberbund. Who? He's not protected under the BBC's bylaws. Oh, yeah, yeah, except he is... Yeah, you can't libel him because he can sue us. The BBC <laughs> can't. He can. Can I just give him some funny names? Like, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's why I was... Yeah, let's... Yeah. Guys, though, if Benedict Cumberbatch listens to this, we fucking made it, you know? Wow. Made it in quotation marks. Oh, yeah, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Like, am I allowed to swear in this? No, I have, have three times, times, so... Yeah. Fuck him. But, but don't. But don't, yeah. but don't, but don't. Yeah. yeah. Unless you want to. Yeah. Unless it's consensual. Yeah, yes. obviously. Um, but Bubble butt, let's talk patch. about Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> okay. So again, as you guys have probably noticed, there's some reference to Sherlock in this show. I didn't what are your guys' relationships with Sherlock Holmes, you guys fans? I feel bad because I'm not really that much of a fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've studied some of it for like class and stuff and obviously our glorious... Otter Batch, <laughs> and I've watched that, and the Robert Downey Jr. version, and just you know a few other versions, but I haven't really connected with it that much. But mm-hmm. it's kind of um, so I'm coming, I'm I'm coming at it from like I suppose a, a, a clean slate. Janet, um, yeah, Sherlock is one of those like really pervasive things. It's just been around in my life, like I had a very literary family, so it's always been there. But I haven't read a lot of it. I was just thinking now that with the Robert Downey Jr. thing, I feel like that was a big change for Sherlock Holmes as like a thing in the world. And people Mm. don't notice it as much because we've had Sherlock for so long. But before Robert Downey Jr., Sherlock was like really dusty and boring in terms of public. And then he comes out and he's in a fighting ring punching people with his shirt off. And you're like, wow, I can actually like this adventure. Um, That's when I started getting into it and trying to read the books. But I never really... I think it was really like you said kind of dusty it was it was viewed in this very sort of uptight academic way so despite the fact in the original stories they were sort of like oh yes he has he has training with the blade they didn't really (laughs) do that bit because they wanted him in a suit walking around going "Mm -hmm, a crime yeah yeah is it cecil rathbone the old tv series uh, yeah so he he was yeah one of the one of the first versions he was a brilliant but yeah very academic very like um, yeah, compared to like the Guy Ritchie film, which is just mental. Yeah. I remember awesome. when I was like 14 and my sister Basil was... Basil Rathbone. Basil. We've, right. <laughs> this just in, 
Basil Rathbone. Yes, the back room has told us. Yeah, we've been corrected. Researchers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so the the Guy Ritchie film, which is the the Robert Downey Jr. one, is it, I I love it. It's a great film. I love Robert Downey Jr. though. So I yeah. love Jude Law. Also true. Like I'm a sucker for anything that's going. I would in, say so. I want to hate the Robert Downey one. Right, exactly. It's, but you, you can't watch though. it, and you're just sort of like, this isn't right. Mm, very endearing. Something is something it. is wrong yeah. here, but it's too enjoyable. I think it's the whole. I think it's that level of high octane drama that you kind of like. Oh, this whole thing's really frustrating, but it's also enamoring you <laughs> right, as it's yeah. frustrating you. Yeah. So, so I watched that, and uh, well, that must have been two thousand eight ish. Don't mm. at me. Um, <laughs> so then, then, then we had the, the the beloved BBC Sherlock soon after, which the less said about that, the better. Started well. That's all I'm going to say. I feel like I could give an anecdote here. On my 16th birthday, I went to London and we basically just went Sherlock tourism uh-huh. hopping. We went yeah, to uh, St. Bart's and like... Yeah, no, I've, d- I've done the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. You're both fucking nerds, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. There's only a certain number of things you can do in, in London before you end up wandering, down, wandering yeah. down Baker Street and going, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And looking at a huge queue outside of a house that wasn't even the actual house. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> but no, I've I've read quite a lot of the stories. I I'm, I'm a sucker for short detective fiction. I like yeah. I like like the 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 adventures of Sherlock Holmes and the casebook of Sherlock Holmes. They're all sort of the stories are like twenty pages, mm. and you're like you get your opening, solving, finish. You're like that's nice. You can tie it up in a bow, and all the loose ends are tied up. And um, yeah, I'm a sucker for for kind of intelligent. Uh, case solving in a short period of time because it makes me feel incredibly mm. self-important when I figure them out as well. So, I mean, what's really interesting to me with the show is obviously it takes very direct sort of homage links to Sherlock. But in terms of like the sensations, it feels a lot more modern. Like we're talking about cop police procedurals is the tone I get from it. Like particularly sort of the ones that we've I mean, got. That's like, how it opens. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, obviously those are all sort of a, a descendant of Sherlock, but that sort of very intense interpersonal drama between uh, Scott and Truesdale. There we go. Feels brought like, it back. Brought it back. <laughs> like what? Are, what are your guys' favourite ones of that? Like I, I'm a huge fan of Scott and Bailey myself. Although I don't, I don't know if Scott and Bailey's still going examples of what what's scott and bailey oh it's um a cop show where uh, they you know there's intense interpersonal drama between the two the two lady cops um, anyone got any favorites of those supernatural comes to mind for me <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you fucking i mean technically yes <sighs> i know i really liked Broadchurch because i like watched it with my parents and uh, yeah and david tebbin is a favorite of mine Mm. And I just I really like their. Uh, I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting I mean, a thumb up. yeah. <laughs> there's 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 definitely some crossovers between Tennant and Truesdale. Right. Tennant from the Broadchurch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the first <laughs> thing that that sprung to mind for me was um, Death in Paradise, mm. which isn't really the same in terms of like uh, interpersonal <laughs> oh, drama. Is not quite. I mean, for real, that probably it. is the closest but, thing to what we're right, doing. Like, yeah. Like cop drama on uh, on a uh, like on a exotic quote-unquote exotic island uh well because they, they're set in the caribbean mm. for death in paradise um just like that idea of the the sort of the foreign detective 
coming along and and sort of solving crimes mm. and it, it's it's good fun i like that i like yeah. that show a lot um, i mean in some ways we kind of uh, i won't do any spoilers because we get further into this sort of topic in later episodes but it kind of subverts the idea of the foreign detective quite a bit in that truesdale's kind of an idiot oh yeah absolutely. like scott's obviously our our sherlock but truesdale's the loud I, one i'm a dickhead and truesdale's <laughs> kind of an idiot yeah and kind of like forces his way into situations would be a good way to put that's it. yeah um, uh is always in the wrong place at the right time i think is a is a good way of saying that mm. Or the right place at the wrong time, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah. Has it been exciting to direct crime? Very exciting. I mean, yeah, there's a dead poor voice. That's kind of the extent of the crime. I was going to say, crime is mundane mysteries. It, it's overarchingly, I guess, like a mystery thing, but the main mm. directing work is interpersonal. I guess mainly because you're working with like actors and emotions anyway. So all of the like crime and mystery is already written in. I don't really have to like, yeah. <laughs> think about that stuff. But um, I guess it is exciting just the mundane bits when you guys figure out the mystery. That's always fun when we get to that scene and you guys are like, there's only one thing it could be. Mm. Princess Diana. <laughs> I mean, I think that's obviously that's the big difference between Truesdale and Scott and is why Scott in the end is really the Sherlock is Scott actually wants to solve crimes <laughs> and Truesdale's just sort of like well I'm Wallowing. smart so yeah. I guess I guess I'll I'm solve here it. so yeah I've got nothing better to do I'm here to be smart and wallow and, and fancy <laughs> do you guys see it as a crime show what would if you had to put Truesdale in a genre what genre would it be podcast that's not a genre that's a format it's a format Eli um yeah it's Jesus well what are we where, where are we putting it well like the official thing that I've been writing on emails and stuff is murder mystery comedy drama so that's a whole so we'll just put lots of words together <laughs> yeah so if we say and murder then... mystery comedy drama interpersonal drama epic romance it's, it's, I've been saying <laughs> yeah. like comedy drama with interpersonal elements like they explore their own personal drama. They come to face to face with their own personal drama. That's how nice. I've been advertising you guys. I usually go for comedy mystery because yeah, it's two words. I mean, it's it's a comedy, mm. realistic. Well, I fucking hope so. <laughs> you guys have listened to the episode. You if laugh. you're listening to this and you've listened to the episode, please at me, <laughs> telling us whether it's a comedy or not. Don't. Where should we at you? Uh, at BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. At BBC. Future controller. Yeah. At, at me on the by March I will be the controller of the BBC. So <laughs> at BBC on Twitter. Uh. <laughs> oh man, would love that. That would I feel like that would be a real boost to the show if, if you just I could distribute us on the BBC's channels. Yeah. 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 <laughs> at BBC. I mean they're always listening, so I mean someone's listening, I hope. <laughs> Um, We're all listening to each other. I mean, while while we all have a think about what genre we want to... If we come up with our own genre term, we can all have a think about that. Uh, but while we do that, what do you guys think about the general direction of the series? Like, let's say you guys haven't read any of the other scripts or any of the other episodes. Because you haven't in this timeline, wink. Yeah. 
Yes, um, in this timeline, I have not read loads of it. I have not read loads of it at all. I mean, to be yes. fair, I haven't actually read it. Guys, yeah, sure. episode <laughs> one is the only episode that okay. exists. Yeah. Where would you ca- want these characters to go? Wow, this is a really happy podcast. Lots of happy things. Nothing's ever going to go wrong. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they're Good enjoying opinion. themselves. Mm. Mm. Seems like yeah. it's just going to be uh, two dudes having fun on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> two dudes. Family in friendly birds chilling in a boat. So you just want them to stay on the boat and be happy. I mean, if only, if only, Ray, if but only. But then the boat yeah. stops at an island, and they stay there forever. Yes, it's a deserted island. Yeah, and there are coconuts. Eat coconuts. Coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> and Truesdale and Truesdale wears a coconut bra. Uh, <laughs> Dresses up like a mermaid. And, and then we're all there'll be a photo see. shoot and I mean, we'll put it we, on the Patreon. We, we have the writer in the <laughs> other room. Can we get a confirmation from the writer? Will we have Truesdale in a coconut bra? Shrug. Yep, yep. We're getting a note from the research team. Uh, what are they saying? Six coconut bras. Episode six. There will be a coconut bra. Guys, we can promise, official promise, there will be a coconut bra in episode six. You have to keep listening now. Yeah. Or you're not going to get the coconut bra. That's 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 fair. There's got to be. All I ever do is all I all I live for is for the next coconut bra. (laughs) (laughs) Life is just one coconut bra loosely connected to another. What a beautiful metaphor. (laughs) It's Um, not a metaphor. My life is literally one coconut bra type. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a cup and cup and string telephone but with mm-hmm. coconut bras and then you do horse noises we, we're gaining very terrific insight into the mind of alex yeah this is what goes on when i'm not inhabiting a character it's just coconut bras, it's co- it's like bras all the way down all the way down to the grave yeah. just coconut bras and on coconut bras so uh janet direction of the series mm-hmm. Thoughts, desires, dreams, internal goals. I totally haven't read most of the series, so it's not difficult to come up with a different pathway <laughs> to describe right now. Um, happiness. Happiness. Yeah. It would be nice if it was just really like, you know, one of those old, like Turner and Hooch, but Scott isn't a dog. Um, <laughs> I think Scott would um, like to get a dog. I think we find out Truesdale was secretly an alien all along. Ooh. That's my That's my fanon prediction. Truesdale's an alien. Why has he come to Earth? To obviously to study humans and to not solve crimes. <laughs> ah, the anti-crime aliens that I've heard so much about. <laughs> yeah, he's an alien. Um, he's he's kind of like a Bowie alien, I think. Like he he comes oh, okay. down and he's like, Got I'll teach Earth. humanity my purer ways mm-hmm. very day the earth stood still sort of when you said alien my first thought was that a uh, classroom assassination thing that Truesdale's come to earth and he's gonna like be friends with Scott for a while but if Scott doesn't kill him by the end of the year then he's gonna destroy the world <laughs> it's a little I anime mean, plot for you <laughs> I mean whilst that might not literally happen I can imagine Truesdale at least saying that uh, it's definitely something Truesdale wants inside <laughs> yeah. it's for Scott to learn his true identity you must kill inevitably me. kill him do it kill me Scott it's the only way it, Scott you must overcome me (laughs) um yeah so would you date your characters and would your characters date you oh god no my character wouldn't look (laughs) twice at me but i would quite like to date my character my characters love me i would 
Oh man, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine a more toxic relationship than me and Truesdale? I can just imagine you both like sitting in lounge chairs next to a fire with cigars. Like, I mean, it's kind of a cute I mean, image. However, imagine... we're both depressed as fuck. I pretty much imagine you as the like the shittier yaoi anime where you guys are just like, <laughs> I hate you, I hate you, <laughs> but you no, do actually and hate smoldering each other. Yeah. at each other. I feel like um, if if we were together, we'd be the old man couple from the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we'd, up on the balcony we'd be sat watching everyone. fucking uh, the Shakespeare and being like, ah, back in my day. <laughs> Guys, another relevant question to yes. the actual series that we're talking about. Um, obviously, marine biology actually does come up in this series about marine biology. Once or twice. Do you guys know anything about marine biology? I used to want fish. to be one. <laughs> you used to want to be one? I, yeah, I used to want to be a marine biology. You wanted to be a marine biology? <laughs> yeah. I, I did actually, yeah, I've got a tattoo of some orcas, because my earliest memory is seeing some orcas. You have a tattoo? I have like three. There's yeah? one right there. There's, it's, there's, there's one on my oh, wrist. Shit. I've literally <laughs> never even noticed that, guys. Okay, I, so yeah. I'm um, terrible. Yeah, I used to want to be a marine biologist, and then I chose humanities over science. I was super, super interested in uh, animals and biology as a kid. I mean, I still am. I'm a massive nerd for all that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, so I, I tend to just know random facts, but not much else. Yeah. So, yeah, I know like... Truesdale can relate. Yeah, so like half a dolphin's brain sleeps at a time. So it's always half dolphins awake so that rapists. it can... <laughs> I mean, we've... Yeah, we established that. Dolphins... Not great. Not a huge Not fan great. of dolphins. Love uh, sharks. Sharks. Yes. Love sharks. Um, I think really the most important thing and issue that the show explores is sharks. Sharks. Also environmentalism. Yes. If I had to pick a, uh, going back to the question from earlier, picking a genre for the show, this is a uh, a shark fan cast. Yeah. Shark propaganda. Shark propaganda <laughs> guys, brought to you by um, the sharks. <laughs> I'm going to find, you guys chat amongst yourself, I'm going to find a shark charity that I can shout out. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, shout, we'll shout out a shark idea. charity. Yeah, actually, yeah. If you can, like, spare, like, a buck, go give it to... <laughs> the Shark buck. Trust. Yeah, give it to the Shark mm. Trust, because they need Trust it. Shark Trust is the UK's registered charity working to advance the worldwide conservation of sharks through science, education, influence, and action. Do you trust sharks? I trust sharks. Yeah, you give, give a pound sharks? to the sharks. Shark trust. But not personally. Give it to someone who knows how yeah. to use the pound You know why sharks, sharks sometimes hurt people? Because people aren't nice to sharks. Yeah, you know what? Thank you. People hurt people more than sharks hurt people. Fridges yeah. hurt people. Listen, I'm yeah. gonna... Hang on, I need to make a diversion of that. <laughs> Vending machines! <laughs> That's a spoiler. Coconuts. <laughs> The vending machines is a spoiler. We've only recorded episode one. Oh, remember, okay. coconuts. <laughs> coconuts, yes. Coconuts kill. Coconuts people. Coconuts kill more people than sharks a year. Mm-hmm. Free mm-hmm. the sharks. They're, well, they're not. I guess some of them are captive. Yeah, free them. Well, although into my bathtub, if you, so yeah, after them. Where for the record, if a shark has been raised in captivity, probably leave it there. Free yeah. them from the resentment in your mind. Although, right, yeah, they have recently in animal compass. Uh, conservation been making great strides in uh, releasing animals back into the wild that people thought couldn't be released. So Sharks can't make strides, they maybe... don't have feet. 
<laughs> Second one. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, we're getting a clap from the researcher. I got a room. clap that from the writer. Been... That's yeah. a good joke. Confirmed. Yeah. Approved. <sighs> Kitto approved. It's yeah. a little blue Management tick. approved joke. <laughs> we only, we only going to keep approved humour. I'm cutting the, all jokes editing. apart from mine. <laughs> yeah. Just be that one line. Everything we've recorded. <laughs> yeah. It's an hour. Welcome it's, just gonna be, it's just going to be 20 minutes of the theme tune, you saying strides, <laughs> and then and nothing then the outro. else. Uh, oh, sharks. Yeah. So yeah, give give a give a pound to Shark Trust. Or yeah. more than a pound. If, that's if you can. You but we're students, so... Yeah. yeah, buy a shark cuddling. I toy. mean, I will double check by the next after show that they are they are a good charity. Yeah, they might be but horrible. But they are the first one that I found when I searched Google. So yeah. I'll find out if they're actually a good charity to donate to. Because oh, check your charities, guys. Eating sharks. If they're if they're UK registered, they're probably okay. Yeah. That's maybe. a PSA from your head examiner. Always research your charities and your sharks and your sharks. Yeah, it's sharks pretty interesting. deserve research and love. Mm. Mm. What's our favourite shark? What's our favourite shark? It's always been a hammerhead. Oh, oh what you mean? I thought you meant just in fiction. Of course, of course, someone says hammerhead. Maybe because oh. mine, <laughs> no. mine's the Will Smith shark. What from Shark oh. Tales? <laughs> oh, I like Will that Smith shark. doesn't play. No, he plays a fish. I know he doesn't play the shark. But no, I know. I'm just <laughs> Angelina Jolie and Cameron Diaz are also in that film, but I can't think. They're not sharks, though, are they? No, they're fish. Yeah, a fish, the whale, the whale. Who is my favourite shark? Oh, man. Is it Jack Black who plays the shark? My, my favourite like shark is friend. the Jaguar shark from Steve Zissou. A show oh. which also might influence True Star a bit. You guys Zissou fans? I've Very much so. I've never heard of it. Yeah, Wes Anderson? It's a Wes Anderson film oh, that hmm. is in turn inspired by... Jack's... Jack Co- Cousteau? Cousteau. Cousteau? I always get confused between Cocteau yeah. and Cousteau and I'm like... Yeah. Jack cocktail. <laughs> yeah, my Jack cocktail. Steve Zissou, heavily inspired by Jack cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> great, I, I great. Name. I haven't seen that Wes Anderson film. I, I felt really, like I'd seen all of them. I really feel like um, ones. I really like feel like much, if usually. they do a female Bond, Jack cocktail is going to be the name <laughs> of the Bond man. <laughs> it's Pussy Galore and Jack Cocktail <laughs> teaming up. <laughs> Um, Guys, I just figured out what I'm changing my name to. Jack Cocktail. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, I My favourite shark is the whale shark. They're so sweet and yeah, huge. they are. I was going to say a whale shark, so Ouch. fuck off. I like, I like <laughs> nurse... I think a basking shark if you want. Guys, no, I'm, I'm having whale sharks because I have swum with them. Okay. Oh, wow. I've made friends with them because I have, have rich to, parents. You always have to show up. Um, <laughs> and they take me on lovely holidays. And yeah, so I've hung out with some whale sharks and they were absolutely stunning. And we, I swam with them and we had a yeah. little race. It was cool. That's, that's amazing. I named yeah. her Caroline. She was a good girl. Mm. I'm a fan of nurse sharks mm. myself in terms of real world sharks, not yep. fake made up Steve Zissou <laughs> sharks. <laughs> what do nurse sharks look like? Very small sharks. Oh, they're yeah. cute. Catfish count. Yeah, they're a shark. Yeah. I quite um, like they have rays. whiskers. They're in like the same family. Ray's hurt Steve Irwin. I can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no yeah. sharks are born fully developed at about 30 centimetres long. That's so they're the adorable sharks. 
So from from our end, whale sharks, the biggest shark, <laughs> small sharks, to the tiniest little sharks. They actually get fished a lot as well, so I have affection for them because yeah. they're persecuted. I also like macro sharks because they're they're fast and they have funny funny eyes. Mm. They they zoom zoom. <laughs> We're truly fulfilling Truesdale's goal, which is just to make people talk about sharks a lot. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. yes. Like if we've done anything, it's talked about sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Should I like mobular the... rays. Yes. They do a fly and a flip. <laughs> <laughs> do they flip out of the water? Yeah, they do like nice. big big flop flips to impress the ladies. Mm. And honestly, <laughs> same. I will absolutely make sure in every one of these after shows we dedicate a bit of time to actually talking about sea life. Yeah, that because... that's a very good idea. Yeah. I mean, uh let's talk about the barrier reef a bit anyway because oh, that God. comes up. Yeah, in some ways, out. kind of the most melancholy moment. Pull one out for the barrier reef. Pull one out for the barrier reef. Oh man, I was I was genuinely sad about that. Sorry yeah. to get like real, real world. Like when I when I was reading about that, that yeah. was just like oh, okay, because it was one of the things that I have always wanted to do and have never got around to going. Yeah, um, I mean, I still do. It's not like I'm just giving up on it now. It's one of those things as well, though, whenever I thought about going there, I'm like, oh, by the very act of traveling there, I'm poisoning the world more. Yeah. You know? There is no such thing as ethical consumption. Mm. Take a rowboat. Take a rowboat. Yeah. I'll I'll have, like, thick ass arms by the time I'm there. (laughs) I'm going to walk to the barrier reef. You can hold all of the animals in your arms. (laughs) I will will carry all the barrier reef animals to safety. (laughs) Out of the water, they'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, just take them somewhere out of that dreadful barrier reef. Although they're doing recently... I'm I'm just realizing it's a I know a weird amount about sea life conservation, but they're actually doing some work to make fake barrier reefs. Yeah, so, I've read yeah. about that. That's that's yeah. really cool. Mm. It's necessary as well yeah. because we keep I mean, it's getting rid of the ridge. Because obviously the reef is a living organism, and you can't quite replicate that. So it dying is in itself like a whole species dying. Yeah, but species. I don't so know biology well enough to say longo species. animal. A longo animal. <laughs> like a, a whole very... longo animal is dying, guys. It's a very important longo animal because yeah. all the other animals require the longo mm-hmm. animal to be alive, to also be alive. That I know so much about reefs. Yeah, it's, it's so obvious you wanted to be a, be a marine biology. Yeah, I know. I, honest, <laughs> I also wanted to use... Uh, yeah, I also used to want to work at SeaWorld, so, I mean, that's, oh, that's the way that goes. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you didn't know then. I didn't know as a child. I was it's okay. uneducated. We all make mistakes. And now I feel very bad. <laughs> I used to like Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> um, Another relevant question. The dialogue very snappy do you guys like enjoy the conversation because obviously i tend to be there for a lot of you rehearsing and it's a it's a good back and forth you've got going if you found it you guys found it easy i think we're like starting to get into it now it's starting to be really good fun kind of like Mm. little snappy bits yeah i feel like i might annoy our director a little bit much by by just going off script occasionally and no the going off script is fine like I really it, that's the thing that happens in rehearsals the, rehearsals the most is like 
it's really cool when you guys have fun but I also have to be like there are so many hours in a day and we have three of them so how many hours are there in a day just to confirm research team can you (laughs) how many hours there are in a day I'm guessing five I think it's not enough I think the answer is not (laughs) enough I mean, yeah. with the back and forth, that was actually kind of one of the things that was there at the beginning. That was However part of why much Eli the BBC got... lets us have. That's how many hours in a day there are. Yeah. That's part of why Eli got cast, was because yes. you guys just had that, like, thing. What? Snap from the start. Snappy. Yeah. As many as I uh, say. It's as many as Kitto says, yeah. apparently. Yeah. It's number of hours in there the day. There we go. Official word. Everything that the research team brings to us is 100% <laughs> factual. <laughs> We, we really admire our fact-checkers here at Truesdale Postmortem. Yeah, I think to get back to, to the question about, about dialogue, <laughs> and we, we, we definitely had, like, some form of chemistry, even mm. just doing, like, the first read-through, I felt. Um, and so that has been a big part of the rehearsals, is just, like, experimenting with like the relationship that our characters have developed and we as actors have developed so Mm -hmm. i yeah i really enjoy the dialogue because it's kind of how i speak anyway yeah so i was gonna ask about that actually because obviously you're playing quite a bit of an older character do you remember that when you're doing the dialogue do you remember like oh i'm not playing someone in their 20s i mean yeah but i've never really felt like i'm <laughs> the right age i feel like an old man most of the time anyway, yeah so. it yeah. tends to be you do it well a lot of the time but sometimes alex will go into like a slightly higher pitched voice and i have to be like truesdale stop yeah. being alex Get, growl Truesdale, old man You growl. smoke loads of cigarettes yeah <laughs> just get that get that 40 a day croak yeah I'd like it if by, like, series, end of series two, you're basically Batman. You're just, got, <laughs> you're just going, yeah, you're just sort it's, of like, oh, uh, Scott, <laughs> Scott, we need to get back to the boat. And in terms of that age thing as well, I mean, it's kind of a weird question, but do you think Truesdale is a, do you think Truesdale is a bad person or an old person? <laughs> oh. Is that ageist to ask? Yes. It is. No, because most old people are bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the direction I thought that question would go in. I've but... always found they're just kind of bad by comparison. Like I get kind of like scared and disappointed when someone 10 years older than me hasn't figured out the things I'm hoping to figure out by that point. That's an excellent point. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I thought you just meant like Let's old people are that. vaguely racist. No, <laughs> it's to how much he's figured his life out for do you, being like do you a think middle-aged Truesdale's elder. vaguely racist? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, uh, Truesdale's a woke bay. Yeah. Like sharks more than people, that's the racism, yeah. really. It's speciesism rather yeah. than racism. Yeah. He just has a disdain for all of humanity. Um, Same. Yeah, I mean, big mood. Uh, yeah, the whole, oh, I, don't hate, I don't hate your race, I just hate people. Yeah, like, right. it's not directed at you. It's not just you, it's everyone. You know? just everyone um no i don't i don't think truesdale is a bad person um i mean he 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 yeah he's just bless him he just doesn't realize a lot of the time that there are things bigger than the things that are going on in his Mm. own mind yeah uh and we all suffer from that sometimes being a little bit too uh self-reflective when really we should be thinking about other people Mm. and i think that's that's the biggest complaint with him Mm. i don't think he's a bad person I think that's the thing as well, because Truesdale, like you were kind of saying about figuring things out, feels very immature. Like, it's not that much of a leap. Yeah. yeah because you're like, Truesdale has a kid and an 
and it had a wife how he's 15 yeah literally he's a boy yeah <laughs> like I feel like sometimes I've figured more stuff out than Truesdale has. Yeah, <laughs> I think it makes sense to me in terms of he hasn't always been this immature. This is kind of his breaking point. Yeah, he, he had more is going he on when he was at crisis? home. Yeah, and then he kind of, this is his excuse to be immature again. So. Yeah, which I feel is quite similar to the Steve Zissou thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, Alex hasn't seen this. <laughs> I, no, I was thinking it's of kind of Steve who is kind of the midlife crisis of a marine biologist. Amazing. Uh, Ocean, he's a, technically an oceanographer, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was thinking more of that great film with Zac Efron, 17 again. That is a great film. <laughs> that is a great film. <laughs> it's it's weird how the best one of the best films about a midlife crisis is about uh, Zac Efron playing a, f- a man having a midlife crisis yeah. in high school. He just, yeah. just needed to play that goddamn basketball game and everything was Yeah, <laughs> it's the same plot as Teen Wolf. Yeah, it's, I think I think 17 again is a perfect allegory for what Truesdale is going through yeah. in that he's regressed. Do you think Truesdale deliberately is like, I'm going to get an intern student so I can have someone who is technically less mature than me, but like not really? I, I I think um, Truesdale just needed someone that would remind him to eat every so often. <laughs> Cook and clean. Because I know I, I certainly mean, do. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Scott is like the nanny. Yeah, right? <laughs> Scott is a dad. Scott is actually dad, Sherlock so and Mrs. Hudson kind of in one. Yeah. 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 yeah, Scott Scott and Eli are both my dad. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> I'm everyone's daddy. Oh, God. <laughs> I knew we'd get here eventually. Daddy. I did call <laughs> Big Daddy earlier. So you I did. Mean, you might have missed it. Yeah. Missed you know, it. <laughs> you and miss it I, now. I, I, oh, I missed God. that, and uh, you saved me by making it so I didn't hear, but now you've told me, so. And this is the hell we all live in now. Yeah. Every day we stray further from the and light. Plus, we said that <laughs> we'd Snap's only be dead. calling him. What what did we agree? Daddy? Our ben- benevolent leader. Our benevolent leader. Our benevolent daddy. leader. Nice. <laughs> benevolent daddy. Our benevolent yeah. daddy. Do you see Do you see Truesdale as located in a political moment, or is it kind of separate from that? Um, I'm I am not going to go too in depth on that question because episode two deals quite uh, mm-hmm. quite avidly with with a political moment our political moment and so i think coming soon to truesdale politics <laughs> but yeah i think it's it's in the modern setting i'll say that much yeah i think yeah i think it it doesn't exist within the world of our benevolent daddy and brexit but it does kind of exist within a world i suppose three years ago when things were slightly better um, it, it, yeah, it delivers. It, it 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 exists in the same societal sphere, sphere, but not necessarily the same political one. That's that's yeah. what I think. Mm-hmm. There we go. Words. It's not saying, guys. What's it like living in a post world? Every episode, <laughs> right? But yeah, it it feels fresh. It's not every BBC show, but it's <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh, is BBC going to be our most frequently? <laughs> frequently used buzzword i hope so yeah what's it like living in a post bbc world that's the real question i mean I hope we never find out yeah I yeah i mean they are quickly running out of money <laughs> we still stop paying our licensing yeah office. but to be fair everyone is oh yeah but. except for amazon and google 
Yeah, let's talk about net neutrality. Let's, uh, let's not. Let's actually <laughs> because let's this not... issue will be six months old by the time oh, it comes. No, there we'll... will be no net let's neutrality. Let's just though. say we hope you still exist. Let's just and... say that we hope that you paid enough money to listen to us. I mean, to a show like us, which is hopefully gonna gain ground on the internet, it would be really good if we still had net neutrality to do that. It'd be good if we had internet. Is yes. sort of my priority. Mm-hmm. At you this know point. what I love. The internet. The internets. Yes. Is Truesdale a fan of the internet? Does he surf the interwebs? He vaguely understands about satellites. Does he say favorite meme? (laughs) Does he say interwebs? I believe he probably puts an S on the end of internets. (laughs) Or he does the folk thing, the tinternet. 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 West Country. He says, I'm just going on the wire now to look something up. The World Wide Web. The World Wide Web. (laughs) Our director, Mm -hmm. why did you decide to direct this project? Simple question. Because I'm an undergraduate who would like to do the professional direct, so experience (laughs) is always good. And... Was this more of a, I realised this is more of a question of why did I pick Truesdale? Um, it was presented well, to me as an opportunity it. and I read the script over summer and I fucking loved it. So I yeah. to go for it. I mean, that was my thing with editing because I read the first one and I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was my reaction. Just like, fuck. <laughs> this is good. I, I want to be a part of this. Yeah. You guys feel like that? Are you, uh, no, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I, I hate this project and everyone associated with it. To this project. Um, no, I mean, I was given, uh, I was asked to audition and was given a script and was like, this is good. And it's radio, which is not something I have that much experience with. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us do, right? We do now. We do now. Yeah. Do now. Yeah. yeah we made it. We made a thing. We yeah. made a show. Um, but yeah, I, I hadn't had much experience. I listened to a lot of stuff, um, and I was like, yeah, this this is something that that it's good and it's wholesome, and I wanted it in my life, and I wanted it to exist, and I thought I'd be a pretty good person to yeah. help make it exist. I mean, we've probably none of us have had experience doing it, but are you guys like? podcast and radio play fans like is that something you were like oh i get to make one of the things i like kind of yeah yeah i've been getting more into it recently Mm. it's just something to good it's just listen to i just listen to like podcasts whilst i go to bed so Mm. i just Mm. have voices in my head got any recommendations i like night vale Obviously, mm. and who doesn't? Who does? And the night, and I like. Uh, it's a call out <laughs> to people that don't that no, listen no, to this. No, no, like night vale, like fucking hate you. You're just Christ. alienated. Turn off this right now. Bye. If you haven't listened to Night Vale, go listen to Night Vale. Mm-hmm. Are we just doing podcast recommendations? I mean, I we're doing an after show for a podcast, so yeah, why not? Okay. Let's do a couple of recommendations. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I'm like I'm podcast trash. I am as of recording, in four days, going to be at PodCon in Seattle. That ex- that's you fucking know. Yeah, no, I what? actually, I, I, on Thursday, I leave to go to Seattle uh, for a week, and I'm going to PodCon. Well, I guess we're kind of 
wondering if you yeah i mean yeah maybe so, um, tell people you're in a podcast i'm going to yeah yeah <laughs> uh, don't worry I'm, I'm i'm meeting up with the uh I'm, i get to meet the smells uh, of still buffering oh yeah uh and uh and uh sydney mcelroy of sawbones um for real so, yeah yeah so uh i meet them and i'm also i'm gonna see if i can chat with some people over there um and going to panels and live shows and stuff I'm just wondering how easy it would be for me to fake your identity uh, and replace you. <laughs> I mean, considering my passport photo doesn't look anything like me anyway, it's probably easier. Yeah. Easier than it will be for me to get into the You're US. You're completely safe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I am, a, I, am, I am podcast trash as evidenced by the fact that I will travel 5,000 miles to go to a two-day event. Yeah. I mean, we've all had that one moment where there's like a convention in America and you look at the plane tickets and you're like, thousand yeah. pounds. <laughs> How desperate am I? Right. Yeah. I was very desperate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I, I'll give like, I'll give, I'll give a couple of recommendations. Yeah. My podcast that will exist by the time <laughs> that this is released. Um, probably, I'll probably do something. Um but yeah, I will also recommend. Uh, obviously, we've already said Night Vale. Ninety nine percent invisible is an amazing podcast. If you are interested in the way that things work, it's a design podcast about weird stuff. It's really cool and relaxing because it's That's Roman great. Mars and the McElroys because mm-hmm. they're the McElroys. So anything by them. <laughs> yeah. Any recommendations, Janet? I was thinking I didn't have much, but then I remembered um, I've started listening to Comedians Comedian this year, which I really fucking love. And we went to the Fringe over summer, so I got to see Stuart Goldsmith, who does the uh, podcast, just do stuff live. And it's really great. I just really like that deconstruction of performance and getting to just talk about it and things like that. But aside from that, I don't listen to them a lot. The, one of the things I actually listen to the most is during college for sociology, I'd listen to um, the BBC's Thinking Aloud. I really like that podcast, the presenter on it, whose name I can't remember. It's just really nice to listen to, and it's informative and lovely. So, mm. like mm, BBC's in our time with Melbourne Bragg. Mm. Ooh, mm. yeah, I'm educational. A, <laughs> I'm a huge wooden overcoats fan, which is they sound uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> well, it means coffin. So that sounds more uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, at um, this point, in great. The term. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything, nothing's uncomfortable when you're dead. I mean, if you like Truesdale's comedy and vibe and characters, I can't recommend Wooden Overcoats enough. It's a great, fun little thing about funeral directors. Fun That's little comedy. Kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. It's all set on an island as well, so. Nice. If you like, if you like uh, my groany growly tones then that's basically all of night vale <laughs> so <laughs> it's... i mean i i won't music i won't weather, say my what? other true radio love why not why because it's the archers guys oh, okay. oh jesus christ <laughs> <sighs> yep oh, getting, I <laughs> see i was actually gonna i was actually gonna say that all the shit we've said about the bbc like a lot of their podcasts and radio stuff is actually very good oh then yeah you had to say the archers 100%. it's like all i, I like to. cabin pressure right cabin exactly yeah. throughout time yeah a really formative thing for me was the prince caspian dramatization that they put on cd in the radio times i can't remember yeah. that i had i had, I had but... all of the all of the 
C.S. Lewis stuff is yeah. so good. That David Suchet is Aslan. That's amazing. Mm. David Suchet is Aslan. I mean, I was raised on Radio 4. Like, right. sorry, yeah. I haven't a clue. And yep. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, The Now Show is the like... The Now Show, Just a Minute. Is, is like. what my brain sounds like. <laughs> when I'm not at home, I'm like, why aren't I hearing these noises in my head? Like, yeah, like my my general monologue is Sandy Togsberg. To be fair, right? Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I, the... we are all middle class as shit. Well, yeah, we're. All... <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's evidenced by the fact that we're making a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a button. <laughs> yeah pretty so, much so yeah no i think i think there's a lot out there and now we are also out there yay we are also out there and we are also out isn't there. that scary i'm a bit scared i'm excited i am yeah. so ready for all of the fan art oh yeah man. especially especially now we've mentioned the coconut bra yeah i, I just really want to see i, I want to know what people think that the characters look like so we're just giving yeah. them voices. Yeah. I mean, how do you guys imagine them? I mean, I'm me. Yeah, I imagine them pretty much the same. Yeah, because I'm. <laughs> yeah. I am Truesdale at this point, yeah. so. Well, we are, yeah, we are going to do a photo shoot, so maybe I should just wear a mask for it. I but imagine. Still. <laughs> you can go on my back. <laughs> Scott is tall. I Cannon. imagine Gail is a uh, uh, dark in your eyebrows lesbian, in that like. <laughs> <laughs> like uses way too much eyebrow pencil. There's no such thing as too much eyebrow pencil. Well, half her face. I can is confirm. I can confirm from high school. Yes, there is. <laughs> half her face is just eyebrow. <laughs> Pretty much. Draw yeah. it. Draw it. Yeah. Um. What about Captain? Captain Morstan. I don't know why I just keep calling her Captain. I'm like Cap- Captain. Oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> oh, Captain, my Captain. Captain what were we talking about? What does what, what does Captain Morrison look like? What do they look um, like? Just kind of wiry is the main thing I felt mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah, from those like wiry people. Nice. Do lots of boat things. Because only people arms. with made of wires can do boat things. Yeah, <laughs> strong, strong boat arms and lift so many dogs. I want Captain Morrison to have an anchor tattoo on her bicep. Yes. And yes. a mermaid kind of yep. thing. I really Sexist imagine. Um, yeah. I kind of imagine her looking like uh, Maria Hill from the Marvel stuff. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But more, more buff. But like Maria, I like comic Maria Hill. Agent Hill is buff. Work. Is buff. Agent. It Hill's doesn't like agent. show in the film. To be fair, yes, it doesn't really. Yeah, show Yeah, I, I, I do not watch Agents of Shield. I've only seen the films. So. I was. She's in the films. Yeah. Not as hugely buff, though. Fair. I, I mean, like, could lift a bus with, I mean, like, 20 that's like a lot. in it. <laughs> Is that Morstan? Yes. <laughs> Basically Hulk. Hulk Morstan. Yes. You wouldn't want to see me when I've got a dent. I mean, it makes sense. I'm She's not... always angry. Yeah. I'm now reimagining Gail's nervousness in that scene. Is just watching, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just watching, like, a glistening tank-topped tank-topped Captain Wilson just being like oh, I'm just gonna get this dent out yeah you see you see how I apply pressure here and, and the like, boat just flips into the and sea and you, you just turn slowly and go it's a ding <laughs> yeah Morstan is the thing that's how I want nice, to see it now nice. yes please draw Morstan as 
the thing. If if we are if we are making requests for fan art, whenever you draw us, can you put uh, like the baby in the sun from the Teletubbies? Can you put Janet as our director, <laughs> just as the That's sun? Very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Shining down upon us. Come true. You do have the right complexion for it. Yeah. You have quite like a soft, natural sun-bathed glow. So you can <laughs> definitely be an actual sun. That's all I'm saying. Did you have any other questions? Um, My laptop ran out of power. But I am remembering that I did not. Okay. Is there anything come up you with guys a new wanna... one. Yeah, come up with a new question. I mean, what really fascinates me about the first episode... Oh, we've got a hand up. Yes, please. This I is just... radio. No <laughs> yeah. one can see. I know that exactly. Okay. It's um, for me. Yeah. It's, it's for Ray. I was just thinking of um, a good question for us all. If you had a boat, what would you call it? Oh man, that is a great question. Mm-hmm. That's a fun question. That's but... right. I'm good at those. Yeah. Okay, I've got it. All right. Tell us about your boat. Right. So it's my boat, and it's it's quite small. It's just just you know big enough for me to disappear off the face of the earth. No one would ever see me again. Is it like is it like a love like, it like a little like a little laser or is it like an actual yacht? Uh, it's it's like a it's like a motorboat. Okay. Right. Mm. Um, Does it have an inside bit? Uh, yeah, but only like you go down and it's just like one bed mm-hmm. and a toilet. I'd need a functional toilet. Those are important. Yeah. Um, and like maybe a kettle and that's it. Um, and it's called the Lost Boy, but B U O Y like the Lost, the Lost Boy. Boy. Like from Peter Pan, the Lost Boys. Yeah. But it's called the Lost Come Boy. Lost That's boy. nice. Boy. That's a good boy. Floaty boy. <laughs> My ship would be called Kitto. Um. <laughs> and it's shipped with everyone. So you'd be with me always. That looks like kind of That's supposed to be sweet kind of cute, is literally but... so uncomfortable. <laughs> I just think it's a good name for boat as well like that's you if you're gonna pick someone's name make it like a strong name of a friend that's you know. kind of creepy what oh have i been creepy mm. a little bit not really it's a good name it's, it's kinda, a good name it's nice yeah. it's just mostly creepy <laughs> <laughs> no i i spent I feel a lot like of... i hit that balance a lot so. <laughs> sweet staying, but kind of creepy yeah staying yeah, nice. in character guys i i spent a lot of time uh my grandparents in suffolk on the broads and so there's a load of boat pun names there yeah and yeah and i know i'm just further middle classing myself but um there's there's no, a, just some it. amazing boat pun names out there. Mostly using boy as boy, just because that's a good one. That's mm. always solid. But mm. um, yeah, and then there's always like really posh, fancy boat names. And you know what's a great one? The Reckoning, but spelt with a spelt with a W. Nice, the Reckoning. Yeah, mm. I mean, that's kind nice. of a bad omen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that's like, like calling your ship like. I oh, feel I, like you're Titanic like two. You're you're like saying, "Come at me, karma." Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Setting yourself up. Yeah. I'm gonna keep playing. They'd always be like, "Oh, it would be played out if I wrecked this ship." But imagine. <laughs> Besides, like that's too imagine cliche. though, if the ship does break, someone finds it. They just find a piece of boat called the Reckoning. They, they just, get a good laugh. They just get, you know, there's these scuba divers down. Oh, what's this wreck we found? It just says wreck. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, if the other bit was cut off. Yeah, it just bit. says the wreck, and they're like, yeah. obviously. Yeah, metal behind the name on it, so it can't break apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, my my boat would be uh quite a big catamaran. It would be a, like a strong boat, but also like one I'd actually be able to sail because I I know how to sail catamarans. Just mm, uh, thrown out that I'm really fancy. Um, and it would be called Tilikum after Shamu. 
who was actually called Tillicum. But, you know, there's a Shamu in every sea world. Um, and, yeah, I'd be called Tillicum because I like my orcas. And Tillicum is, like, my earliest memory. It's seeing and hanging out with Tillicum. Mm-hmm. And this was... It's not even supposed to be funny. It's That's just... That's actually, actually really I'd sweet. Actually, that is what I'd have. That's so cute. Yeah. I mean, are people really supposed to... Do people name... I was wondering as well, is it normal to name boats after, like, animals? Or is that considered... I heard that that was, like, a bad omen. Or... I guess basically there's an enough people who stay on ships that everything's a bad omen. Yeah, right. There's, <laughs> a, like, there's been enough takes, shipwrecks that anything is a bad is, omen. All it takes the is like is five a, people and they're like, oh, can't do that. Can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> the ocean's a dangerous place. I mean, everything mm. that can go wrong has gone wrong. Right. Everything's a bad omen. Yeah. Yeah, literally, it just needs it needs one person mm. to fall overboard when you mention like the yeah. word sausage and sausage <laughs> on ships yeah. is a bad omen. Um, do do you guys have questions? We could like throw it over to the people. Mm, yeah. Wait, uh, well, I didn't. Know, I thought you were like talking. I didn't know who you were talking to. Us. Well, yeah. Fuck. Guys, get interpersonal. Love it. Yeah, you because Ray's been asking all the questions. Mm. I, I asked. Have. I asked a question about boat names. You did mm-hmm. have a good question about boat names, Janet. Do you have a question? No. <laughs> to be honest, that's kind of a good question. <laughs> not to ask another question again. But like, what do you guys think if you if you were doing this as students, because we are all students, and you listened to the first episode and you were like, what questions are we asking here? Ooh. What what questions does the show ask? Well, maybe it could be either what questions do you want to ask? Or what questions is the show asking? Yeah. Probably be like, how the fuck do you make a podcast? <laughs> yeah, done, we've done just easy a straightforward yeah. practical question. Yeah. Like how how do you make a podcast? Yeah. I mean, I definitely would want to do an after show where we give people advice because yeah, we well, not me really because for the record, <laughs> right? Can we just I tell them how to make tea? Anything practical? We're not for the this. professionals. No, um, we get the easy job, which is to say the dumb lines. Yeah, yeah. This not side dumb of the, lines. This side of the micro, mi- microwave. This side, this side of the, of the mi- microwave is so much easier <laughs> this than side the, of the, the inside of the microwave. <laughs> this side of the microphone is the very easy bit. Yes. Yeah. Saying the lines that are given using direction that is given mm-hmm. then we give yeah. that and then it is broken I mean, and completed i mean i think it always depends on like what what you're there for because i always get a bit i'm like sitting there in recordings and you guys are saying stuff with a certain amount of energy and character and i'm like what how do people do that with their voices and their brains <laughs> oh yeah Thanks, right boo. but <laughs> but we get all, the trouble is we get all the credit I mean, it's not trouble for me because I yeah. get the credit. I mean, but it doesn't I'm have to, to hand out the credit. It doesn't. We do let's need to shout out people. Shout out to Janet, our Janet. director, who is here and has is a voice. Here, yeah, shout, Janet, shout, shout <laughs> Janet, shout out, <laughs> uh, shout out to our researcher and writer and benevolent dictator Kitto, who is in the other room. I love you, mum. Yeah, she's not listening. <laughs> um, shout out to our editors. One of which is one here. One of which is here. <laughs> Hi. Our sound designers, Chris and Soundkit. Um, yeah, Matt fantastic. And Ralph. And Matt and Ralph. People yeah. Intensely professional our... people. Like, I only met them for Compared. five minutes, but I was like, damn, these guys are on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's us. Mm. And then there's Ben, who did the music. Mm-hmm. Is everyone involved a student or? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Get us. Visit. 
Okay, let's work. Oh, out. we're getting word I... from the research. Well, team. Uh, the research team is processing, buffering, buffering, buffering. Yes, maybe. No. 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 Okay. Oh, we're getting a no. Someone is not a student. Ooh. Somebody is an imposter. The writer, editor. Oh God. Oh God. Hang on. <laughs> oh, the artist. The no. artist the is artist not a student. Is not a student. And I don't know who they are. I don't know who that shout is. Shout out though. because the logo is really beautiful. If that's Rika. Yeah. Okay. They are. Drawing our logo, it looks yes. fucking sick. It is awesome. So good. Next time, so I'm going to be super prepared and come in here and list all of these beautiful names off. And we're <laughs> going to do that at the start of every single show. Yes, we will have a credits reel at the beginning of the show because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how good shows start. And also shout out my Twitter as well. You know. Yes. Oh yeah, I've yeah, said you know. at oh, me like yes, three times. At me. Guys, genuinely. At if me. you guys have some Twitters, do you say them? <laughs> yeah. If you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, I like memes. Um, <laughs> that's about it. If, if you want memes but what is it you have to say what it is but I, I can't like say it out loud like my instagram is like nancy boy but with like a like a fucking full stop in the middle between c and y there you go that's my instagram write it down kids nance. it's like nance dot y boy yeah okay, cool. nance y boy <laughs> my twitter is at tommy underscore gold it's not even my name but Follow me Why anyway. is it Tommy underscore gold? It's a long story. I guess we're in a podcast. Let's do it. Uh, so, uh, so, like, okay. Oh, Jesus. I'm um, my Twitter name out because I can't say it myself. I can't, like, say it. I have to say it out loud. Right? Okay. Um, so, while you do that, I will tell you the story of Tommy Gold. Um, so, do you, guys, do you guys ever watch Power Rangers? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know the mentor guy from the first season, season of Power Rangers? The, Absolutely. The white ranger who became the green ranger. Mm-hmm. He also became the Black Ranger a bit later on. Not the original Black Ranger, one of the later ones. <laughs> Jesus His Christ, name was Tommy. <laughs> His name was Tommy, and I thought it'd be really cool if he was a Gold Ranger at some point. So, Tommy Gold. That's literally it. But when did you make this Twitter account? Uh, God, like 2010, 9 Man, that's going deep then. Yeah, I've been... <laughs> had that a while. I've been on... That's been, it's been like a pseudonym online for ages, so... I will have a professional Twitter account coming soon. So in a later show, I will update. My you Twitter on that. is not professional, but it is hilarious. Yes. And if you want gay I... communism, follow me at. <laughs> See, Sanzani. that's valuable because I decided yeah. I would join Twitter once I had something valuable to contribute. And now I'm actually considerably doing regular professional stuff. I'm going to make a professional Twitter. Yeah, I made a professional Twitter a couple months ago, and I've been trying to do it, but it's not. I don't remember to put <laughs> yeah. things on there. I just retweet Anansi Boys is we coming are, out because it excited me. I feel that like was, we're in only semi-successful millennials in this room. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you said you're old. I regularly tell people I'm 65 because yeah. it's easier than telling them my real age. Yeah. 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 Eli's my, Twitter. Yeah. My my name on Twitter is currently Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. And that just <laughs> goes to show what kind of Twitter I have. My 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 uh my picture is a dog holding or dog wearing a beret and a and some glasses having a sign that says fuck you pay me. And so <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I really wouldn't mind if this whole show was just us describing things on our Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, so here's yeah. here's something I tweeted. It was uh, a bunch of dogs. Um okay, so Sunsony it's spelled T S U N R E R N Y if you want some gay communism. Nice. I always want that. Yeah, my Twitter's hilarious. 
is that all is that all the shout outs does truesdale have a twitter will it have a twitter truesdale will have a twitter it has one follow it at that's something i could do truesdale the truesdale, show. The truesdale yeah. show follow us on twitter at the truesdale show uh if you have questions for us uh send them to us hashtag yes. truesdale postmortem if and we will answer them on a future episode listeners who have questions please send them with the hashtag truesdale postmortem truesdale postmortem yeah and i will ask them of our wonderful people whoever is with us at the time maybe it'll be you guys i would love to come back maybe it will be other wonderful people who do this show as well less wonderful people yeah (laughs) equally if not more wonderful than me (laughs) (laughs) yeah we haven't named everyone else who's in the first episode we've got the lovely that is true we got where are you starting ollie quinker yeah doing jerome jerome we also have everyone's doing jerome (laughs) 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 what (laughs) (laughs) jerome is Jerome is being done over mm. by life. You want to shout Jerome out? Is a sad you want to shout out your ex? Yeah, Ellen Konatsa as the wonderful Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then it's Gavin Hughes as Stephen, who is yes. Mary's current Lana. partner. It's your father. I love you, Gavin Hughes. <laughs> Great love. I love Gavin. Mm. Can I just say? I mean, not discriminating that from Ollie or Ellen because I love them as well. So. <laughs> Who, Have we missed anyone else, else in, from there? Who else is uh, in there? PJ's there as Lauren. PJ Cunnington. Yes. Yes. Is PJ, that everyone that is in the first? Excellent at Lauren. Harbourmaster, Ben Greenland. Ben. Mm-hmm. Our musician so, mm-hmm. is the Harbourmaster. Mm-hmm. Multi-rolling. Yeah. So, our director, how many episodes are in season one? There are six episodes in season one. Which is your favourite? Oh, wow. Am I am I We're admitting that I've right. am I admitting that I've read more than episode one in this timeline? We have broken yes, we've shifted timelines. <laughs> in this timeline, you've read, you've read ahead. I still have only read about three and a half at this point, so two is still my favorite, just because it appeals to my like what I like out of stories. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. get very like attached to certain scenarios, and weddings are one where I just always like... <gasps> spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, it takes place spoiler. In a- that will probably be part of the promotional shit. Yeah. Like, that's not... It's, it's the all wedding, wedding episode! <laughs> yeah, that was my. That was so fun to yeah. record. I have to say, two was my favourite as an editor. Yeah. I'm not in it playing anyone, as far as you know. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in it playing anyone, but it was my favourite to edit. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a really good mix of like the fun stuff happening and also the like horrible tragic mm. melancholy of the he personal died. stuff so. say a later episode so they stick around i <laughs> like four and five because they are drama filled mm, and they are there's yeah it's i suppose character progression and story progression and it's good fun but it's also deep as shit you know, it occurs to me we never asked, answered the earlier question where I said, what questions does the show ask? Oh. Yeah. Um, Why did we went off topic? Yeah. Why would we do that? It's unlike us. <laughs> um, uh, what questions does this show ask? This show asks, what if I was as depressed as True Stone? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of asks that in a way. You can twist that around to it being about, like, what if I was... I don't know how to phrase this. You know, it's about I Truesdale's situation, kind of dealing with life. 
right. it asks how does one deal with life without being a shit person and being yeah. good to the people around them when i originally uh edited i was like this is like bojack so my thing would be it asks what are consequences but it moves that from a sitcom setting to in a crime thing in you know in a fun comedy rompy comedy what are the consequences yeah. and uh, i think we'll start to see some consequences Ooh, cons- consequences as Sad the stuff. series moves no. forward yeah. I don't like those. um yeah i think i think there's a lot about escapism yeah and does that have a benefit and if it does where is the line between the benefit and the detriment of of running away from your problems yeah so if you guys if you guys ever run away from your problems just you know remember that scott and truesdale went to the philippines to run away from their problems so uh, and you will see how that worked Mm. (laughs) out on the next episode (laughs) i will do something to finish off go ahead guys do that thing give me a power word give me an episode one power word alex go uh episode one power word just go just go uh, uh, responsibility oh nice purpose oh, <laughs> dent dent um <laughs> mine is weed 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 so i i answered seriously and everyone else just yelled okay. well no porpoise that, that sounds about right for Truesdale. Yeah, actually i feel like i feel like that porpoise is like the emphasis i wanted oh, to do porpoise, but I no no yeah, I, I wanna i wanna i wanna i wanna take mine back yeah Boat. Boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for doing this whole thing. Thank you. For Thank, you. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Yeah. Thank you for adding some kind of structure. <laughs> I mean, I need that. I'll do better. <laughs> you did very well. And you'll, have to, you'll have to come badly. back next time for the better. <laughs> Yes, as always, I I consider the show a metaphor for life. Come back next time for the better. Yep. <laughs> uh, we have been. I have been Alex Horn. I have been Eli Focus. I have been Janet Lala Hamblin. And I have been your magnanimous host, Ray Walsh. We'll see you soon for another post mortem, and maybe for another episode of Truesdale. No, definitely for another. Episode. Yes, definitely yeah, for have, another. We have, episode. One, we have at least we have, one we more. Have, we have at least one more recording. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Bye. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeet!